to Catch Ups in My Kitchen, the podcast about all things food. I'm Georgia, host of the podcast and founder of Greedy Vegan. This week we are joined by Darren, who is co-founder of Wholesup, a nutritionally complete food source. We are becoming more and more accustomed to drinking our meals due to realising how nutritionally convenient it is. Without having to think twice, we can consume 20 to 30 grams of protein, the right amount of fiber, and the correct vitamins and minerals that our body needs. Wholesup is really, really new to the market, and I wanted to talk to Darren about why he created Wholesup and why and how it differs to other products on the market. Before Wholesup, Darren was a professional rugby player where he had a nutritionist available at every mealtime. So going from that luxury to then being in a corporate role in the city where he was time short, he noticed that his nutrition went out the window due to the products that were easy to access and affordable. He consumed them and realized that the nutritional value of those products was just not up to the standard that he was used to. He then decided to solve his own problem and create Wholesup. It's really exciting to be able to introduce you guys to a new product that you may not have heard of before. I hadn't really heard of it, so I'm really excited for this episode. I really hope you enjoy it. And as always, have a lovely rest of your day. Darren's journey has been really exciting. He was a professional athlete for six years, playing rugby for teams like Harlequins and Lansdowne, where he was exposed to many of the best nutritionists in the field. He then left sport and headed into corporate life in London. Without nutritionists, he realised how difficult it was to meet his nutritional needs whilst balancing a busy lifestyle. Knowing how amazing he could feel from food, Darren went out to create something that was great tasting and a complete meal source, which was also accessible and affordable. This is when Wholesup was born. Darren, thank you so much for joining me. We have some product here and I'm really excited to talk about all things Wholesup and yeah, the industry and your journey. But to start with, do you mind giving a little elevator pitch about who you are and what you do? Yeah, for sure. First of all, thanks so much for having me on. Um, so my name is Darren and I'm one of the co-founders of Wholesup. We are a food business that provide high protein superfood shakes that are nutritionally complete. A little bit of background on myself. I was a professional athlete for about eight years, being playing rugby for Leinster and then coming over here to the UK and playing with Harlequins. Um, unfortunately, I had to get a real job after a number of years and uh, that was when I moved into the corporate world, moved back to London and was working in the city for uh, about eight or nine years. And then Wholesup, the genesis of Wholesup was born then out of personal need really. Amazing. We're going to touch on more about your professional athlete days in a minute, but before we do, we have a quick fire round about all things food. So, sweet or savoury? Sweet. Juicy burger or overloaded salad? Ooh, juicy burger. Crisps or popcorn? Crisps. Ice cream or sorbet? Ice cream. Cook in or eat out? Ooh, that is a difficult one. Eat out. And favourite delivery? When I'm in Ireland, I Mad Egg, which is my brother's place, which is really oh, good. So wow. it's, a, it's a shameless plug. And then lately, I've been enjoying um, Wagamama's or Holy Cow sometimes. It's, yeah, yeah. Both of them are good. Yeah. Yeah, reliable. Or sushi as well. I enjoy it. So yeah. I've given four well, options. Yeah. Not very quick <laughs> <That's> fire. <laughs> They're all sounding pretty good though. Yeah, yeah. So I want to start like you mentioned at the beginning on the professional athlete days so can you talk a bit about 
what it was like, what your diet was like, and the kind of things you got up to. Yeah, absolutely. So really privileged, actually, to be in a professional environment because I think people from the outside don't realise how much support you have at hand. And I think probably as players, we probably took it all for granted. And it's definitely a culture shock when you stopped playing. But for, for myself and the team at the time, you would have your breakfast, uh, you'd have a snack, probably after weights, then you'd have your lunch, then you'd have another refuel session. And really the only um, meal or thought process outside of turning up on time, training, eating the right food, was cooking your own dinner or having a nice coffee out. So it was really an ideal world. Um, but probably an unrealistic one compared to most people's lives. Yeah, for sure. So you had nutritionists kind of like on hand. Yes. And what kind of things were they educating you on? So we were really fortunate that we had some of the best nutritionists and dietitians to hand. So depending on your own position and your own dietary needs, we would do DEXA scans and all sorts to kind of get your body composition to see what was most important to you. So. For me, I was always trying to put on size, so I'd be on a kind of higher protein diet, but most sometimes during the summer, I'd be um, asking to lose a few kilos <laughs> after a good summer. So okay, fair enough. They'd be cutting me down a little bit, but most of the time, it would be all around trying to get a higher protein in, but also increasing um, the colors of the rainbow, so trying to get more colorful food uh, at the time I was quite a plain eater and um, which has changed a lot now but certainly I remember beetroot was a big thing that they wanted us to take a lot more of so they started bringing beetroot shots and uh, beetroot is actually in whole stuff as well but um, that was because it had an effect on your body to help blood flow and it had a natural nitrate in there as well so there are some of the things and then a lot of seeds they wanted kind of whole grain foods as well interesting i think the eating the rainbow thing i love like mm. i think it's so important to have yeah. the rainbow like on your plate and one thing i often try and do is a 30 plant challenge where you have to try and eat 30 plants in a week which sounds like really crazy and a lot but that could be like basil coriander like all the herbs as well yeah. and when you start doing that like you feel so great after the week it's incredible the energy levels that you get from it um i know we'll probably talk a little bit later but i've kind of I'm living a more flexitarian diet, so predominantly plant-based, but occasionally eat meat. The reason why I started doing that, there's a couple of reasons. I shifted in that direction, environmentally maybe, and then I just started feeling better when I was eating more plant, more of a sustained plant-based diet. And it's, it's from eating the multiple colors, I felt that it really helped. And it's really easy to do. You don't realize it until you start taking down some notes of what exactly you're putting in. Cause you can even count coffee, for example, as one of the plants, and then you can go through all the different colors. Yeah. I recommend everybody to try that because yeah. you'll be surprised how many colors they get in. Yeah, it's so true. I think when you start actually thinking about it, it's actually easy, but sometimes you think it's so overwhelming the thought of it, but actually it's really great when you start. It's such an interesting point you make there as well. Like a lot of my friends were asking about be January because they wanted to try do it, try to kickstart the year in a good fashion but they didn't really know where to start. And I was like, guys, this is so easy when you just put a little bit of prep and a little bit of planning into it. Uh, and I think nearly all of them stuck to it, which is great. That's so good. I found Veganery really interesting this year because I've got Greedy Vegan yeah. and I've always thought that's like a really good place to start. Like order a box, a few things, try products, like 
expand your cupboard and your fridge and see what you like. But I noticed a real shift this year with people not using Greedy Vegan for Veganuary because I think you don't know where to start. You're like, so I want to do this properly. Where do I start? Instead of just starting, yeah. they just kind of panic. And I think you kind of naturally would just go to supermarkets and use anything you kind of get your hands on to start the journey. So where I was there like, oh, I think Greedy Vegan is going to be a great place to start. Yeah. It's not actually, it's more for those who actually know what they want, know what they want to do. So it was quite interesting to see people's like, consumer journey with when they start like the veganuary process I think automatically they think a load of salad and lettuce and vegetables and actually it's more than that it's yeah, yeah. it's true I think I think that's a, that's a lot of things in life I think people are afraid to take that first step into the unknown mm. and to change maybe a behavioral pattern or a food intake it's just it's really difficult but I think once you break down that barrier of actually taking the big step of trying something it makes everything an awful lot easier yeah no for sure so quickly going back to your athlete days what was kind of like a typical what you would eat in that day back then well good question so uh in the morning we would have uh definitely a, a shake of some nature then we'd have uh either porridge some poached eggs some salmon some fruit that would be kind of breakfast then snack meal would be more fruit uh probably another shake of na- of, a, of a nature then at lunch it would be again it would be uh depending on your dietary requirements at the time i wasn't flexing so i was majority eating an open diet but it would be kind of chicken pasta rice and vegetables and then again in the evening you'd have to decide what you wanted to to make for yourself yeah amazing wow a lot of food basically yeah it's crazy <laughs> like particularly for me at the time like um i was 123 kilos so it's yeah. a lot bigger so i was consuming quite a lot of food at the time. i bet sometimes you're like i want to go back to that eating all that food <laughs> <laughs> it was great <laughs> yeah you can't complain yeah. so then your career kind of took a shift so first question is why did it change and second question is what did you end up doing in the city okay good question why did it change i probably wasn't progressing in, in professional sport the way I wanted to. Um, I've seen a lot of my peers go on and play for Ireland or for England, and I wasn't doing that. So I didn't, I was, so I come from a very entrepreneurial family. So as I mentioned, Stephen, my brother, has um, an amazing chicken shop chain in, in, in Dublin, which is called Mad Egg. My other brother, James, is in New York, and he operates collaborative workspaces across the US, which is amazing. And my mum and dad were very hardworking and very entrepreneurial. So it was always instilled in me that rugby wasn't going to be for life. And I always kind of was concerned I'd be way behind my friends once I stopped. So when I stopped playing rugby, I moved into digital transformation. So basically what that is, is supporting clients go international. So whether that be from a digital marketing strategy, customer acquisition, or... um, SEO or paid search or anything like that so very digitally focused and that's kind of what I ended up doing in the city for a number of years interesting mm. okay amazing so then obviously you were in the city and then you kind of realized that you couldn't really find something that was hitting your kind of health needs whilst also being convenient so talk a little bit about going from having nutritionists at your hand 24 7 to then being in the city time short constantly in an office this is a big yeah. shift it was a massive culture shock, I'll be totally honest. Um, I ended up losing 20 kilos in weight. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah, and that was not on purpose. I promise you, I was happy being a little chunky monkey walking around the place. <laughs> um, but it wasn't on purpose. So basically what happened was I was wor- working very long hours, one, which was fine. I was really enjoying what I was doing. But what I noticed I was doing was kind of skipping breakfast or going to the gym, just having a coffee and then running to the office. Then during uh, lunch, sometimes I'd miss lunch or I'd be, wouldn't have time to prep the night before. So I'd run downstairs to the local shop and buy a meal deal, which we all know is cheap, convenient, but nutritionally disastrous. It really isn't great for you. And then when I was looking around the office, everybody else was doing the same thing. Some people were good at prepping food and that would last for a couple of days, but then the same habits would come in. Other people were uh, dropping the kids to crash, and then coming to the office and had half a croissant hanging out of their mouth, running to their desk. <laughs> I think we can all kind of feel that sort of pinch. Then other, other people were getting out, maximizing their lunchtime by doing a gym session or going for a long walk and then just uh, eating something really quickly at their desk. This is when the genesis of Wholesuck was born. I was like, oh my God, how do we solve this problem? I was personally thought I was really well educated on how to fuel myself for performance and lifestyle. But clearly I was time poor and wasn't able to do this. So Dr. Brian Carson, my co-founder and I sat down and we pulled out a blank sheet of paper and I was like, Brian, we need to solve this. How are we gonna go about it? Mm. And thankfully, over uh, a period of two and a half years of new product development, Wholesome was born. As you can, uh, you can attest, you've tried it yeah. and you think it's good, which is great. <laughs> Absolutely. It's so interesting. There's so much I want to kind of pull out of what you just said. Yeah. First thing is I've done a lot of pop-ups in um, kind of corporate offices. And I'm stood by the entrance with my little stand and I'm like, hi, welcome. <laughs> What I see in that day of people coming and going, I also just sit there like, this is fascinating. And people running out of the door at 12 o'clock, probably because they've missed breakfast, starving, and coming back with the most depressing selection of food. I'm like, oh my God, like this is so So tragic. (laughs) I'm like, come over here. Like, I'll just help your day out a little bit. Like, it was just fascinating. And the other thing I wanted to pull out was the breakfast thing. People might think, skipping breakfast and having a coffee will make them like healthier make them lose weight in a positive way it is the worst thing for you i mean breakfast is i'm like a big big person on this it's the most important meal of the day hands down and you can't then just have a coffee and think you're going to be filled for the rest of your day because your day's then started on a back foot absolutely and it's really really interesting breakfast across um europe predominantly and in the u.s is one where we don't hit our macro goals where, so if you think about generally what most people have is a slice of toast and a bowl of cereal mm. or a bowl of porridge if they're being really good. Yeah. Um, but if you think about it, they're high carbohydrates, very little protein. So one of the things when we were formulating Wholesome was we wanted to have a really positive, complete meal, which is high in protein, but also packed full of superfoods that was plant-based as well, but allergen-free. So a big part of being allergen-free was we wanted to have it uh, accessible to everybody. So one of the big things that we noticed when we were sampling other products and looking at the marketplace was 
people, anybody who had taken a whey supplement before or was on a, on a FODMAP, a low FODMAP diet, really struggled. So we tried to get incorporated that. But when we come back to the macros, we wanted to have 31 grams of protein, so high in protein, but also have healthy fats. Fats are really good for energy, even if um, people are afraid of them. So we have a complete profile of omega-3, 6, and 9, which helps you give you energy, also with some healthy carb carbohydrates there as well. And some of the interesting, I know we probably go into it later, is some of the superfoods that are in there. So we have some kind of unique ingredients. So the likes of red sea algae, organic cherries, beetroot, broccoli, spinach, and the list goes on. But some yeah. amazing um, ingredients that most people generally don't get into their diet because either they don't like the taste or they're just not on their, on their agenda to eat those sort of types of food, but to have profound health benefits. Definitely amazing. And also the supplements that are, like you just mentioned, all the omegas. Yeah. I think people always say like, oh, what vitamins are you taking? What supplements are you taking? If I'm honest, I don't. Because where do you start and stop? I think you can get everything that you need in your diet, whether that is taking a complete nutritionally complete source of food like Wholesap or getting it from eating the rainbow. But obviously we do need all of these things, but it's just hitting them. Like if you're taking in a supplement like a single supplement you need to be taking everything like yeah. just vitamin d okay yes in winter that's really great but like just taking a fish oil or something like that isn't enough to solve all your problems yeah there's so, so many things yeah and it's so true you said that um when we when we were looking at the vitamin and mineral profile of, of the product of wholesome we were very conscious that we in each serving we'd only put 20 percent of your daily uh, recommended dose because I think we can, some of us who have taken a Baraka, for example, you aren't able to retain all of that in your body. It usually, um, you just lose it very quickly. But unlike with 20% of your uh, daily recommended uh, dosage, it stores in your body and actually has a meaningful impact to support your lifestyle. Mm. So when we when we launched Wholesome, it was all about giving people a lifestyle supplement to aid them to be at their best on their busiest days or when they're just working from home and they have nothing in the fridge. Yeah, so true. It's so true about storing things as well. Yeah. Like I take something, I'm not going to name names, yeah. but I take something <laughs> at the moment and I wanted to try it for a month. I got it kind of just a one-off. I didn't subscribe and I just wanted to try it. And it's, it's, it's something green, that's all yeah. I'm going to say. And I take it every day, one scoop with water. Yeah. And it's not a complete meal source. It's not protein. It's just a green supplement, let's say. Yeah. And I'm kind of thinking, I don't know how much I actually store of this because apparently it's got everything that I need in my, all the boxes that are in my little bodily checklist are yeah. ticked, which is great. But I'm like, how much does my body actually store? And I do think it's right. Like, having only 20%, you're going to store that 20% rather than having everything and then your body ends up getting rid of half of it and yeah, it's and pointless. You, and it, oh, your body overworks to actually get rid of it because it can only absorb some some amount. So we are very conscious about all the ingredients selected. They weren't put, on to, put into our formulation for label's sake. We put everything in there so it actually have a meaningful impact uh, as Dr. Carson, my co-founder, would say, a bioactive effect on the body. But in layman's terms, what that means is that it's going to have a positive impact. So if it is the organic cherries, it's going to help reduce inflammation. If it's, I know we mentioned the beetroot, but really good for blood flow and circulation. So all of these things have to be in there for 
a reason for your body. There's no point just putting a minimal amount in there. So it's mm. not for the sake of it. Or there's no point putting a hundred percent dosage into in in there either if you're not going to be able to absorb it correctly. Definitely. And I think superfoods are really interesting. Like I know with social media and stuff, words can get kind of like yeah. thrown around and people begin to ignore them. But actually superfoods are what they say on the tin. Like they are so good for us. And if you are busy and you're not having time to kind of think about what you're eating all the time, you're not going to get all your superfoods from things you buy out, especially yeah. not a meal deal. Um, <laughs> so I think it's really great that you've got a lot of superfoods yeah. in the kind of formulation of the product um, because, yeah, they are so important for us. Yeah. Especially when we're, it's kind of UK winter. Yeah. It's tough out there. Like It's, it's dull enough out it's there dull. today. <laughs> it's really dull. Like we need our body to kind of shine. So if these superfoods are going to do that, then that's so great. Yeah, it is It is funny. Like one of like the, the three real main drivers when we were setting up around taste. Um, so obviously, wise mentioned that we spent two and a half years kind of formulating. But the biggest problem that we found or the biggest complexity was around mouthfeel. So trying to get that texture uh, right I think we've really um, nailed that in, in my opinion mm, you, I agree right. yeah and then we also wanted to make the product really accessible because the reality is um, people are driven by taste and then how accessible the product is so um, a shake can be as little as one pound eighty so it's less than a cup of coffee so it's really good value and then we then we honed in on as we just spoke about on the benefits from actually the absorbable benefits to your body and the energy sustained energy how you feel throughout the day as well so yeah. they're the kind of three key uh, focuses for us amazing and you mentioned your co-founder brian like how did the relationship between you guys come about like how did you meet brian so it's funny when the genesis of the idea came about i was looking for somebody with uh, a unique set of skills that he has so Brian's background is he's a, he's a doctor and a senior lecturer in um, University College Limerick and uh, he also has um, he specializes in performance nutrition so when I spoke to Brian uh, we got introduced through mutual friends his excitement his enthusiasm and his general knowledge for this space blew me away it was just so far above the skill set and the knowledge that I had. It was incredible. So once we sat down, we had a chat, we were having a coffee, and I was explaining to him what the kind of division was and the North Star of everything, and he just got it. He was just like, oh my God, let's go for this. Let's look at these ingredients. And he, he, start, he from that, pretty much from that morning session, we kind of picked the core ingredients we felt that there was enough scientific backing on that there's uh, papers written on each of the ingredients which most of them are listed on our website so if you go to the, the science library on our website you can actually see that so uh, it's unique compared to some um, some other uh, products we really want to lead with education and uh, Brian it's quite funny he just got so excited so I was just like yeah I know you're the one for this so it was, it was a perfect relationship that sounds perfect I think when you've got an idea finding someone that also has the same excitement for that idea and the same motivation is quite hard so when you find that you've got to run with it yeah absolutely sure. it's like to be fair we have um contrasting skill sets but we bring the best out of each other when sometimes if i kind of blue sky thinking he's like let's pull this back down yeah let's, yeah yeah let's walk before we could run definitely <laughs> definitely and i think he's got that nutritional 
the scientific nutritional background which when you're complete uh, when you're producing something which is nutritionally complete you need to have that kind of science behind absolutely it. because because our formulation has been built from scratch in-house um, and the amount of time we've taken to get the product to where it is now you need to have that credibility because look i think unfortunately the way the nutrition industry is and the food industry people are very skeptical of products and how they're formulated and the degree of testing that goes on to them or how the ingredients are sustainably sourced and how everything is tracked with brian it's brilliant because he has the complete um knowledge and educational background being a doctor in this space and then we're also trying to certify the product in other areas so for for example uh it's going to our product is informed sport tested so the reason why we chose that um a certification is yes it's predominantly for athletes but our thought is if it's good enough for high performing athletes it should be good enough for everybody in the space so why take something that isn't uh tested to the highest level so there's some of the small things that we've done and then our manufacturing facility is iso certified so quality and then we look into the to the um to our suppliers in a lot of detail we're in we're on the journey of becoming a b corp as well fantastic yeah which we're super pumped about because it's something that community and ethics is something that's heart is in the heart of our business uh, for example at christmas time we were we felt very proud even though it's only a small thing for our business we were able to donate over five and a half thousand meals to the community wow yeah which felt really good um and it's something that we're going to continue to do um build uh build a sustainable business around helping supporting sometimes people who may not be as fortunate as us but also bring out, out outstanding products amazing i think if you're building sustainability in at the beginning you're then setting yourself up for that in the future which is great absolutely and that's part of with uh, the b corp labs it's all about building your foundations for when you get to the level where we aspire to be so yes it's a lot of work and there's a lot of due diligence that goes into it and a lot of um, um putting processes in place but it's all for the good of the business but also our employees also the environment and the sustainability factor so it's all very exciting stuff yeah no definitely so i now want to kind of talk about the product and how it kind of differs from other products that are also on the market so yeah in terms of wholesup compared to the others what really makes wholesup stand out yeah it's a really good question um we're the being a high protein superfood shake that's nutritionally complete um there's a couple of reasons how we're different when we look at maybe some of our competitors in the landscape a lot of the brands other brands are very masculine very physical sometimes can be intimidating uh, one of the key things that we want to dif- differentiate ourselves by is the look the feel of our products so as you know we've been on our website it's quite a warm open um website it's not uh, necessarily harsh or physical we try to keep warm and vibrant um another thing is the taste of a product it has to come down to taste ultimately i disagree with people who say that 
people take something just for nutritional value. I strongly believe that taste is paramount because if you don't like something, you're not going to take it again. Definitely. <laughs> uh, so it's really important. And then uh, I think we've spoken a little bit about sustainability, but in the food industry and the nutrition space, it is heavily dominated with single-use plastic. Mm. So as you can see from our pouches, they're home compostable. They compost within 90 days. They're, unfortunately, we're about three or four times the price of a plastic pouch, but that was part of us setting out our mission to try to be more sustainable. And additionally, um, again, what, what we kind of mentioned is around the different benefits of the product. We really focus in on the science, but we're also trying to break down science so that people can digest it correctly. Because I get lost when Brian goes, um, when Brian goes down a rabbit hole of all the science bit, and I consider myself well educated in it. So part of this journey is to educate our consumers and bring them on the journey with us so that they can get excited about the ingredients and what they're uh, consuming. Definitely. I think the bit about being warm and kind of approachable is really, really interesting because one of my questions was going to be kind of, you mentioned how like athletes can have this and so can people who are like working from home. I think sometimes people struggle to kind of like understand that because they're like, well, is this going to make me put on weight? Like, is all this protein going to make me bulk out? Yeah. Is this going to suddenly make me X, Y, Z? Like I think, yeah. especially within girls, I think I take protein, I'm plant-based. I think I need it. Yeah. I think it's important. I think, especially when I'm running around and I'm busy, I can't suddenly marinate a load of tofu 24 yeah. seven. So I think it's, I need it. Yeah. Um, but I think other people might think, oh, it's not for me. Can you kind of explain a bit about how this product and protein and other products kind of in the space are actually needed for everyone. Yeah, so I think, first of all, there is that concern. And I put it as a concern because I think it's more of an, of an education piece. When we look at the recommended daily intake for protein, this was set back in the early 70s and hasn't been updated. So the new science that's coming out, and I believe it's going to be updated hopefully soon, is recommending people to take more protein than what is currently being advised because it's really good for aging but also for physical development and sustained energy sustained uh, growth but not if you take a, uh, a whole sup shake for your breakfast for example on the go if you're working at home or commuting to the office you're not going to get bulky you know and um, the good thing about something like a uh, whole sup is that you're getting a controlled amount of protein, uh, healthy fats, and calories. You can control exactly what you're taking, so you can build it into a very balanced diet. We would never recommend anybody just to live on wholesome because it wouldn't be fun. I am a massive foodie. What we have wholesome for is to support you on your busiest day or to support you when you're just not bothered making something else. Additionally, what I use it for is I have it every morning for my breakfast and I also have it for a recovery shake because after the uh, gym session or anything like that because I believe it's the best way to recover and have a sustained energy uh, amount of energy. Mm, so interesting about the protein because I actually feel like I've been hearing more and more protein, protein, protein. You hear it all the time, mm. especially on like 
I bought some rice cakes the other day and it was like high protein and I automatically went for those. And I think it's because... A marketer's dream. Yeah, literally, I am. A marketer's dream. I think also, you know, we do need more protein in our diet. I think it's just so great for so many reasons. And even if you have more protein than carb, like that's what you need really. Like some people might, you know, snack on a bit of toast now and again. Well, having something high protein is a lot better for you than just a piece of toast yeah absolutely and it's the studies are beginning to show that it's slowing down the aging process so as you see older people they generally begin to get a little bit more frail and they aren't unfortunately and they aren't maybe exercising as much but as you see the next generation of um the next generation coming through they're more active they're doing more resistance training for example and they're also having a more balanced diet that is generally usually higher protein has healthy fats and is is kind of uh hopefully more colorful because i think as we both discussed earlier people are really trying to get the colors of the rainbow i know it's a simple thing to say the colors of the rainbow but i think having that even the weak challenge of actually just writing down all the colors it really helps like i know i use a whoop so for example one of the things that they ask me on my daily journal is how many vegetables did I get in the day before? So I just track it that way. And it's yeah. just small little triggers like that build into daily habits. So, so true. Now I want to touch on plant-based. So you, the product is plant-based. Why did you choose for it to be plant-based? Was that an active decision? Um, and if so, yeah, why did you choose that? Yeah, great question. Um, I think there is a movement towards flexitarianism. I think that's what I am. Um, so I predominantly eat a plant-based diet but occasionally eat fish and meat so if we look at just um, the UK for example 46% of females consider themselves a flexitarian if you look at uh, um, Australia 50% of all Australians consider themselves that way and then even going to North America the numbers are getting bigger I think people are getting more and more educated about what they're putting into their body if they have a choice like a whole sub they're looking at if it is plant-based it is also vegan friendly but it is it is plant-based but they're also looking for the benefit of the ingredients so what's what's in there so we've made a conscious decision um to formulate our product around plant-based because of consumer preferences we feel uh, are moving that direction from an ethical and sustainability point of view um I, was, I kind of digest a little bit here. I was listening to, I forgot the person's name, but if everybody um, cut down their, just say their meat consumption by 10% global emissions, this globally, global emissions would drop dramatically. Yeah. And it's only a small thing. So if instead of having uh, three meat dinners, you could have, or three meat meals, you could have t- um, two plant-based one and it'll make a huge difference it's crazy isn't it hey guys i just want to quickly touch on what darren just said here about a small cutback making a huge collective difference and it is so true this is why i started greedy vegan as if you can swap out for example some normal meatballs for mushroom meatballs or smoked salmon for salmon it really does make a big difference to not only the environment but also the way you feel in yourself if you haven't already, please check out the products we stock at Greedy Vegan, and I promise you, you won't regret it. But I also think, personally, for me, uh, when I have a plant-based diet, I 
feel a lot um, more energetic I'm kind of more focused and then when I do occasionally eat meat I really enjoy it as well so and it's it's all about balance and yeah if you can do a little bit to help why not definitely that's what I completely believe in I mean I am um 100% plant-based or yeah. vegan but um my aim with greedy vegan is to be like you don't have to be vegan to eat vegan food and like if you can try and cut back what a little bit if you're really loving this plant-based parmesan perfect yeah. have it that little change is going to make a massive difference in the long for the long term um so yeah completely love that and so your journey to cutting back to more flexitarian can you explain a bit more about how that happened and like what happened in your life for you to suddenly make those decisions yeah so probably in i'll be totally transparent probably in the last six or seven six years and uh, my partner is very much so plant-based and she, she does a lot of the cooking and when i started to kind of follow that diet i started to see the profound benefits for me so at the start i was kind of like okay i'll move in that direction but slowly over time my behavior changed i also think the options now in restaurants are far greater than they ever have been so the convenience of being able to choose something that's going to taste great but that's also plant-based is there now so mm. when i first started i explored it before that but it certainly helped that my partner is pretty much uh, fully vegan. Um, that definitely helped. But when I explored it previously before that, I was doing three, four days a week plant-based. And then slowly it just came more and more. Um, and then now I feel that the options when you're out are far greater than they ever have been mm, no definitely I agree I love it that kind of if you're having I know I cook a lot for my boyfriend and yeah. I know I'm slowly 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 <laughs> influencing I know when I'm not there he eats meat and that's fine great yeah, you do yeah. that but I know if I can try and <laughs> try and tame that a little bit then it's it's great and I think once you start feeling really good in yourself and you're like I feel and I've got this energy yeah. and I feel like light and great and awake and I can't explain it. That's personally how I always feel. Like I always feel like I've got a lot of energy. I feel really great in myself. Yeah. I don't feel heavy or sluggish. I don't feel that tired. Um, yeah, I think it's when you start seeing that firsthand, then you're like, oh wow, actually this is working. Yeah, and it's funny you say that. I don't think I've ever had the kind of food hangover sometimes after a plant-based meal. But you know, sometimes it can happen after certain foods. Yeah, it's so true. But I also think balance is key. Mm. Um, as much as I might be flexitarian I never kind of try to push it on people I think they need to gradually go on a bit of a journey and see the benefits for themselves and make sure that they like it as well mm, definitely so Whole Stop's kind of been going now for like just under two years under one year under one year okay yeah. under one year so it's still really new yeah we're a baby still so. <laughs> so what is kind of coming up next for Whole Stop? Yeah, we got a really exciting journey um, ahead of us. Um, we are in the middle of new product development, which is super exciting, um, which will help with, for example, new flavors coming out, looking at other travel options, so it makes it more convenient for people on the go, uh, opening up other uh, distributions for sale, um, currently we're um, only being sold through our website and then a couple of corporate par partners but there's going to be a, a wider plan or positioning around that 
we're bringing on staff at the moment which is very exciting and some brilliant talent in the market at the moment who Mm. are extremely excited and buoyant about the next journeys and then we're going to open up some more international markets so currently where our main focus is the uk and ireland but we have shipped to china the us the netherlands france italy spain germany yeah yeah it's been it's slightly surreal and you kind of go are these just expats in these different countries? <laughs> <laughs> but thankfully, uh, no, they aren't. Um, so it's it's been it's been a fun journey. We are still learning, growing, mm. but um, watch this space. We've got some exciting things happening. Definitely, I think all those uh, new developments you mentioned really show that you're trying to kind of take down any barriers to entry for the product for the consumer what would you say are those barriers what would you say stops a consumer right now if they haven't been sold already which hopefully after listening to this they are but if they haven't what are those barriers to entry that you think that are there at the moment yeah so i think people um have a concern around powder Mm -hmm. that they don't see it as a necessarily a food source but hopefully when they turn over the pouch of wholesome they can read all the ingredients on the back which is uh, a big help mm. and that they see all the food ingredients there that they'll be more comfortable our earlier adopters have if i'm being totally transparent have been people who have maybe taken protein in the past because they have less friction of mixing mixing a product mm. but thankfully the people who have tried uh up are coming back yeah we have a good returning customer base beginning to build a, a, a loyal tribe um, who are bought into the product and see the long-term mission. Yeah. Um, we are on a mission to kind of support people's lifestyles, to bring all, uh, nutrition complete powdered food to as many people as possible. Mm. But that tastes great and is wholesome as well. Yeah, 100%. I think you're right with the powder. I think norm- like it's just consumer education isn't it we're not used to we're used to kind of like chopping yeah. preparing knife and fork cutting yeah. eating like that's what we're used to like yeah. kind of putting powder adding water or plant-based yeah. milk or whatever you add shaking and drinking is not something that we're currently used to as much yeah. but I think that's just kind of one of those things that maybe take time and I also think people might think is this going to fill me up yeah so that was one of the concerns I had at the start was I'm big foodie. <laughs> I like my food. I think I've said that a few times. Um, <laughs> and my concern with wholesome at the start was how long would we be sustained for? And thankfully now, I actually only got an email on the way in from a current customer saying he, he's, an, he's, an, he's, a, he's an engineer um, out and about and he's traveling a lot and he's struggling to get his nutrition in. But with his wholesome, he's confident that he's full for four to five hours. Amazing. And like when you hear that, it's like, yes, the product is doing what we've set it out to do. But when we kind of formulated wholesome, we didn't want to add any sugars. So, you know, when sometimes you get, you have, I'm I'm a bad person for jellies. So when I have <laughs> a jelly, I have a big sugar spike, I'm just tired then. Yeah. But one of the things that we wanted to ensure that wholesome would provide it, that it would be no sugar, but also really low GI. So basically what uh, GI means is, that it's going to be a low sustained energy level so you feel fuller for longer so one of the ingredients that are in there would be rolled oats and we have an, a number of other kind of flaxseed coconut 
some more seed-based ingredients so that it helps you feel fuller for longer and you don't yeah. get any of these energy spikes. No, that's amazing. I think that's really, really great because even with cereal, you're not full for... I mean, that doesn't really do much at <laughs> all. You're not going to be full for four to five hours. No way. Yeah. So um, that is amazing. And what great feedback to get from a customer. Like, you oh, can't get better than that. No, I, I, as you know, whenever you hear from your customers, you feel a, a real buzz. It's such a nice feeling. And we're, we are very focused on our community and getting direct feedback. We always review our formulation as well. So this is V1. Mm-hmm. the potential that the formulation might change over time with the latest science so yeah. if there is a new uh, ingredient that we think will enhance uh, our consumers we'll look at it fantastic yeah. amazing so we always finish with the same question which is going to bring you all back to food and it is what is your last meal so this is starter Ooh. main course and dessert it's a hard question it's very on the spot <laughs> it's a very hard um, question but yeah last meal what would it be Okay, vegetable gyozas. Good one. Yeah. Love I, those. Would they be steamed or would they be fried? Oh, fried maybe. Okay. Yeah, they're a lot healthier. But yeah, but it's the last meal. It's all right. It yeah, can it's be. Yeah, the last meal. Then oh, I'm big on sushi at the moment. So Yeah. So maybe sushi for mains and then dessert. What dessert? Either. So I'm going to name two. Sorry, I'm bad. That's okay. With, with That's fine. Fire. You have a bit of both. Yeah. So either an apple crumble with custard. Big fan. Homemade. Yeah. Delicious. Can't beat. Yeah. Or again, another plug for my brother. He's doing these homemade cheesecakes that you build your own at the end of your meal. Oh, wow. Yeah. Check them out. They're amazing. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's a yeah. great last meal. That sounds like amazing cheesecake. Yeah. yeah I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit different. A bit different, <laughs> but it works. Yeah. Well, Darren, thank you so much for coming on. I think this is a really exciting product. I think it's really, really, really early days. And I'm really excited that I've had like the inside scoop so early. I think it's really, really great. I think people need this in their life. I think it's essential. I think everyone needs it. It's not just for those who might not have time in the kitchen. Even if you do have time, this saves you so much. And I think it's fantastic. So well done for creating an insane product. And I'm excited to see where it all goes. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, We are on an exciting journey. And if anybody wants to reach out, just uh, hit us up on social or on our website. We'll always reply to any questions. Amazing. I love it. Well, thanks so much. Cheers. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you are wanting to get your hands on a bag of Pulse Up, I don't blame you. Darren has kindly given everyone a discount code, which is GreedyV, and it will give you 10% off your first order. That is GreedyV. Also, please could I ask you to do me a quick favor and click subscribe or follow at the top of this podcast. It really does help support the podcast and it will really, really mean the world to me. Thanks so much again and see you next week. Mm